0: All right and that song you just heard is get free the neon beach remix and that's by neon beach and imori and as always you can find that on soundstripe.com uh it's a great place to go check out music for uh creating really if you're a creator of any kind or even just like kind of like real independent music i cannot recommend soundstripe enough go check them out uh, if you go and sign up for them right now if you use the code uncle dad talks Ten, you'll get ten percent off your first month subscription of Soundstripe. Uh, use it for creating, use it for video editing, use it for walking around at the park, like whatever you want. Go listen to some good music. Go check them out. Soundstripe.com. Hello and welcome to episode six of Uncle Dad Talks. I'm Uncle Dad, and I'm here. But the one and only Baby Gabe. What's up, Baby Gabe?
1: Hi, Uncle Dad. It's been, it's been a little while since you and I talked. Glad uh, to be back I on mean,
0: this. I mean, on the show.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, on the show, obviously. People don't, I don't know who you are outside of this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what people don't know is that Baby Gabe calls me literally every night. <laughs>
1: yes, I, I need my bedtime story. <laughs> he needs his bedtime
0: story, right, uh-huh. right. So I read to him about different stories about police and, you know, police officers being corrupt in comic books. Which, funny enough, is what we're going to talk about today.
1: Um, yeah, we're, we're, kind of continuing on from, uh, the heavy topic of two weeks ago, actually. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Episode five, we talked about, uh, George yeah, Floyd, George Floyd uh, the... police protests, mm-hmm. everything going on in the big way. We had, uh, our, our historian, our uncle dad historian, uh, Pierce on the show, Pierce, uh, which
1: I realized, uh, we only called him tuna like twice on that.
0: We did. Yeah. That episode. Yeah. Pierce is <laughs> uh, a better name, anyways. <laughs> Pierce, yeah. if you're listening, I got you. Um, but yeah, then we had my captain uh, was on yep, there Mike too. Camden was yeah, on there, and then of course me and you. Uh, it was a good show. Good show. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of people talked about it. And they, they got back to me. And for those who haven't listened to it, yeah, please go out there and listen. And uh, we're going to relay this message one more time that any merchandise sold on our website, which would be like uh, Uncle Dad Talk stickers, um, any of the digital comics uh, purchased, we are going to donate that money to the Know Your Rights Camp uh, to kind of help out the cause and what's going on.
1: So, And that is UncleDadComics.com. Yes,
0: UncleDadComics.com. Um, or if you go to, um, or if you haven't done it yet, follow us on Instagram at, uh, at UncleDadComics. And uh, you can find all our links in the bio there. Uh, so, baby, get
1: what about that? There's also a, a new Instagram too for oh, for myself. Oh yes, that's right. Yeah, that's right. yeah. You get, you get excited, baby. Game underscore UDT. Yes, I. I mean, I posted like my first two pictures on there. Yeah, and they and they weren't. I, nudes. I can't guarantee. <laughs> 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 that's good. I'm not looking to get banned. That's, that's going to be like- on his OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's going to be a.
0: But you gotta tell me why you didn't do just baby game.
1: Because there is already someone else that takes the uh, username of Baby Gabe, which if you happen to be listening, uh, Baby Gabe 2.0. Fuck off. <laughs> I would like my name <laughs> back, please.
0: Yeah, I know. What the fuck? You look like... You, I mean, ugh, I hate that guy.
1: <laughs> I, saw, I saw the once. fish you got.
0: I saw that fish. <laughs> I, I, your dad probably paid for
1: it. I, I am so sorry for insulting just some random stranger. No, don't Online. <laughs> We're just accosting like this this person for you no actually, reason. All right,
0: so all the to the Uncle Dad fam, go to at, um, at Baby Gabe. <laughs> No. follow him and tell him uncle dad says fuck you
1: <laughs> no don't do that we don't- we will not be encouraging this hostility. Uh, baby Gabe is the voice of reason. I'm not encouraging reason.
0: hostility. I'm, 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 I'm encouraging <laughs> freedom of speech.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Okay.
0: You can clearly tell it's been a while we've done this. So
1: <laughs> <laughs> It's a little bit of an abuse of power. <laughs>
0: so, yeah, what I want to talk about is uh, toys. And by toys, I mean collectibles. And by collectibles, I mean action figures. Uh, baby Gabe, where do you go to buy all your toys, collectibles, and your baby bottle pups?
1: baby bottle pops i don't know if they have it but uh for for honestly anything pop culture memorabilia even like exact replicas three-quarter scale figures i always go to sideshow collectibles uh they are the biggest name in comic book pop culture uh paraphernalia and it's just top quality i anytime i go to a convention i'm always looking to see if they have a booth there uh, if you actually go to uncle dot on our sponsor section uh, you can click on the Sideshow link and browse their products.
0: Yeah, Sideshow's so pretty great. Have you seen, um, have we ever, I mean, it's kind of old news, but have you seen the Hulkbuster?
1: I have. It looks amazing. I think I actually saw that, uh, oh, I don't remember the last, the last year's Comic-Con that I went to, but it was it was there. It looked fantastic. I, don't, I honestly just spent quite a bit of time just looking at their booths and see see what they have, all their figures. And I, every, every, every Comic-Con, too, I always try to enter their raffle to win something. And do you ever win? No. Of course. Well,
0: hey, you won big,
1: Then now they sponsor the show. Ah, that's a good point. Very good yes. point. So,
0: go to UncleDadcomics.com, go to the very bottom of the page, and you will see where it says, our sponsors. Go ahead and click that link for Sideshow, and just Kind of browse around. I mean, every, every click that you do helps us out big time. So please uh, go check them out. Uh, they got some really good stuff. I'm, I'm big into like art prints and they got some awesome ass art, art prints.
1: And not even just like pop culture movies. They have amazing like original uh, art on there too from their artists.
0: Oh yeah, it's a great place to go. So uh, enough with the ad, let's get to the show. So let's talk about police corruption and conflicts today. So that's going to be, um, I know this subject might make some people feel uncomfortable, but you know what? That's uh, that's well, why we have these discussions because you know, it's good to feel uncomfortable in some, in some cases. Um, maybe Gabe, I'm going to really throw it to you right now because I know you specifically wanted to talk about some specific examples you have been kind of diving into. And you know, I'll kind of throw in my, my thoughts here and there, but I'm going to be honest, I don't really know a whole lot about like in-depth police corruption stories or tales in uh, comic books. So you're going to enlighten me today. So please, without further ado, go ahead.
1: Um, yeah, like you said, this is something that makes people feel uncomfortable, but I do think it's important to talk about Uh, Especially everything that's been going on with, you know, protests are still going on, even if it's not advertised, you know, for Black Lives Matter um, on, you know, mainstream media that is that is still going on. There's a lot of talk of.
0: Yeah. And really quickly to that point, you know, just because it's not trending anymore or trending as often, that doesn't mean we need to stop talking about it. Go out there, talk about it show your voice. Let's, let's be a part of something bigger. We need to still make change. If we just stop talking about it or we just start, you know, if it's not hashtag trending, you know, it's not that it's over. This has never been over. We need to continue through this. So please, you know, we need to remember to educate ourselves every day. And actually, today's a very special day because we are actually recording right now on uh, Juneteenth, which is, uh, baby game?
1: Uh, it is the official end to slavery.
0: Yeah. So fuck slavery, fuck racism. And let's make sure we just do our part uh so yeah uh sorry baby game.
1: no 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 you're good uh, that was, that was a very good point and what i like to think is although the spotlight has gotten smaller on what is going on it doesn't mean that it's gone away and uh what i've been reading a lot lately is just randomly i've been on a really big uh batman binge uh what i've been reading a lot of is uh actually what uh my captain mentioned on last episode it was batman white knight uh which was written and drawn by uh, sean murphy And it it talks about essentially the Joker curing himself and attempting to uh, cure a lot of the corruption in Gotham uh, via, you know, the quote proper channels. I mean, he does do some shady stuff uh, to to kind of enact change, but it's a lot about like fixing the issues uh, within Gotham and within like the Gotham City Police Department too.
0: When uh, when you say um, he does some shady things, what do you mean?
1: So okay, uh, in the comic, uh, while He is cured. He is like, you know, genuinely intelligent and he he manipulates the villains of Gotham to shed a light to show that the rich are actually profiting off of Batman and that the Gotham City Police Department, while their official stance is they don't condone Batman's actions, they don't actually do anything to stop him. In fact, they're they're helping him and they they've become too reliant upon Batman and that Batman is a part of the problem, not a part of the answer. The Joker does this whole thing where he goes into a uh, poor neighborhood in Gotham and he kind of becomes their their advocate to help to help them rise up to to get equality and about how like nobody in Gotham, not not the rich people, uh, not the the police department care about the people. And a, a lot of issues like that I've come across, too, in this comic and a couple of others is that not only is there like an abuse of power when it comes to the police, but also it, it touches based on the, the defects in the prison system about how like anyone who gets arrested is always going to be marked as a criminal for, for life. And you know when it would, at some point, there was supposed to be the, the concept of rehabilitation especially for those, you know, people committing minor offenses. For sure, sure. You know, we're supposed to try to help these people, you know, because eventually a lot of these people are released from prison. So they, you know, have to be able to. But also too, I think,
0: I think a big problem with that is like, you can only help people who want the help, right? And yes, I think even yes. like when you, when you talk about like Batman, you think of Arkham Asylum. Like, let's be honest. I don't think anybody in Arkham oh, Asylum really wants help. That, I don't,
1: I, that's a whole topic. I don't think Bane is yeah. going
0: like, you know what? I, I think I should really just get into chess. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I just like, how do you help people who don't want to get help? And I think that's like a big question. And in, in, in you know Gotham City and, and obviously re- real life in general, right? Oh but, yeah. And that's a whole nother topic. But I think uh, it's interesting that you just say that. You know how you know it's rehabilitation, right? It's the idea of you know getting better. But you know in the world, or even Batman, those people don't want to get better. In my opinion,
1: I so I agree with you partly, but not completely. Like those people, there are there are going to be people, who, be people who you know don't want to get better. People who go back you know and do the same things live the same lives but also like sometimes it's it's a societal thing sometimes they feel like they don't have any other choice but to go back to what they were doing and also like they, it's not it might not be necessarily that they don't want help they don't want help from the people who are supposed to be there to help them because they only see them as as scum as dirt as people who will never change and like frankly i mean i've never experienced that but i wouldn't want help from someone like that who's always going to look at me as something else and so like i i kind of get i i do completely get what you're saying but i also kind of get maybe the right people aren't in charge of it maybe there's something got lost along the way
0: i mean sure that's that's a good point um but on the subject of like white knight does he end up changing the world if you will
1: so he ends up changing uh gotham for the better um he he actually gets elected into office uh, from the people of the, the neighborhood city is called uh, not city but the, the neighborhood section is called uh, backwater. Wait did you say blackwater? Backwater. <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> no, but but it, it is funny that you say that because that is actually what the wealthy reference the, the community as is Blackwater. Interesting. Yeah and like it, it's it's right there obvious like when Bruce Wayne is at a uh, a fundraiser for, for the wealthy one of the people just openly calls it Blackwater and Bruce Wayne says no it's it's backwater. And Bruce Wayne actually finds out that the rich are actually profiting off of Batman. Interesting. Yeah, it, it's a really good story. I, I don't want to go in, in depth on like everything about it. It's just amazing. But uh, he does, uh, the Joker does end up kind of reforming Gotham because he actually works with the police department. Um, there's not really talk about defunding them um, in, uh, in White Knight but more like rearranging their funds so that they create kind of like a, a supervillain task force that's supposed to work with um, Batman and and other uh, mass vigilantes in Gotham.
0: But now could we do something that in real life? Probably not. Huh?
1: No, we can't do something like that in real life. But there's this whole discussion about um, defunding the police, which I know a lot of people say defunding the police is just take away money from the police so that police can't do anything. No, it's it's removing money. Uh, depending on where you're at, I can't remember what it was, but like Los Angeles County has some millions of dollars into their police force, which I understand. You know, Nellie County's you know huge, and you know you have a lot of employees, but it's like taking money from there and funding it into something else that could still benefit people. Because uh, I'm gonna need to look up the name. There is a police chief who actually did a press conference saying that the police are relied on for too much. They're spread too thin. Right. They're called for. Obviously, like, you know, domestic disputes. They're called for, um, for anything, robberies, whatever. For, yeah. for mental illnesses. Yeah. He even made a reference, like, they have a stray dog problem. I think it was, in, it was somewhere in Texas. They have a stray dog problem in Texas. They call the police for that. Really? Like, the police are too heavily, yes, that the police are too heavily relied upon for everything. And not everyone is trained. I, I touched base on this on the last episode, but, like, there's not, I feel like there's not enough training. There, there should be continuous training. Uh, like constantly and i just i just feel okay i i want to touch base on the reference that everyone makes uh about you know it's only a few bad apples is i don't know okay i know why but people never finish that phrase like they always just say oh it's just a few bad apples you know it's it's not it doesn't resemble the entire police force but the saying is a few bad apples spoil the barrel so you need to pick those apples out we need to have better
0: yeah, but in um, this case, we're not talking just like one or five. We're talking like no, thousands.
1: Exactly. And that's what I'm talking about. Like, So, you know, there's a whole conversation about, you the know. The thing is, look,
0: even if you defund the police, even if you, even if you we say, hey, look, we're going to take away X amount of dollars, right? Let's say mm-hmm. hundreds of thousands. Then if people are going to be upset. Well, where's the police at? They're not here. There's a two, there's not, they're not, they're already spread thin. You know what I mean? And it's like, no one's out there protecting me. Um, and then mm-hmm. it's like, okay, well, you know, we wanted to defund the police, but then it's like, okay, well, then we give them more money. But it's like I don't even think it's a matter of that. I think what it comes down to truly, in, in my opinion, now look, I don't know anything about the justice system, like like, you know, I, I don't know anything about justice system like educate, educate
1: training training and education?
0: Yes. I don't know anything about that. You know, like I mean I, I really don't. I can only I can only tell you from what I see on surface level. So what I see on surface level, and I don't claim to be an expert in criminal justice at all. Mm-hmm. So this is just my personal thoughts. My personal thoughts are it's not about defunding the police, it's about bettering how you become an officer. It's about how, you, how we can get the right people to put people in these positions that protect others. Because like, again, what happened to George Floyd, it's like those officers shouldn't be afraid to tell that one officer, hey, you cannot be doing that to this human. You cannot be telling, you cannot hurt somebody because of some minimal crime. You know, sure, maybe he has a long rap history, sure. But that's that doesn't matter because at that moment, it's what we're talking about. You know I mean? That moment was what happened. So I think, I don't necessarily know if I agree with defunding the police. I just think we have to find yeah. a way to maybe refund the police in a way where we can better our institution. So maybe, you know, if you require a, four, a, a four-year degree to become an officer, you know what I mean? Maybe three years of actual training before you can do that. A- annual, you know, mental health checks, you know what I mean? Yes. Every, every six months or maybe every three months, you know? Because um, I, don't, I don't believe, in my heart, I don't believe that all cops are bad. I don't mm-hmm. believe that. I do believe a lot of cops are bad, for sure. Mm-hmm. I do believe a lot of cops are bad, but I don't believe all of them are. I think there is people out there who have... Who want to do good, but they maybe maybe they can't do fully good because of what the system is, system is like. Because you know, if I if I if I if I let's say we're in a situation where that cop you know kills some random person, no matter of his race, he knows that if he would have stopped them, he would have been in trouble, right? So it's like, you know, maybe we need to find a way to kind of fix that program, you know, and maybe we do need a way to. I don't. I don't know. I know this is a whole conversation that'll last forever, but it's just we need to find a way to better our police
1: no and and you're absolutely right you know i don't have the answers
0: ladies and gentlemen i don't have it
1: no no we don't have the answers this is this is a discussion and you know it's just also related to you know comic books which is what we want to do we want to not just shine a light because you know lights have been shined by people who have much larger platforms than we do but continue the conversation and relate it to something that you know i hope everyone who listens to this uh has you know read about at the very least in in a comic book because you know this stems from somewhere it stems from reality these ideas aren't just you know pulled off the top of your head yeah and it's like i mean some are but you know they yeah, it, right, right, right. it's rooted in reality and you're right like the system overall seems to be severely flawed because it's not just the fact that you might be able to hire just about anybody obviously obviously there's still some training and some you know tests and exams that they need to pass but obviously there there is a big issue and uh, i do think Defunding for what? It's like core definition is is a good idea, but that alone will not help. You need to restructure it because the fact that there is the whole brotherhood of police—you know, you protect your own—and uh, they're protecting them from accountability. They are. There are officers who do want to do good, but are too afraid to to report on their own. Because there have been examples of officers getting fired, getting death threats, getting abandoned when they need backup, when they try to oust a different officer that they are uh, with. Because th- they realize they're doing something wrong, but they're the ones that are negatively impacted by trying to do the right thing. So there there does need to be a conversation about overhaul. That's why, uh, again, I need to look at the city. I think I want to say it's a city in Missouri. Where their city council has uh, decided to disband the police department, and they're going to build something else—a new type of like law enforcement. And I know there's also talks in, I believe it's in New York, about it was New York, LA, but about um, sending social workers out with officers when it's a mental health case, really? or someone you know with known mental health illnesses. Yes, interesting, and mm-hmm, and. I, I I do have to point out uh, from the other side, I did see something about uh, social workers are also might not be the right answer because in lower income areas, people are also afraid of social workers because, you know, they, they aren't trusting. I mean, there was a, uh, there's been a, a, like a, a few cases with social workers who didn't do their job properly for like child services right. and, you know, children were, were harmed or, or killed. So, you know, Possibly better training for that as well. Separate training for that, if you're going to respond with police officers, but having someone who is trained in mental health, psychology, psychiatry, even, you know, would be beneficial to to you know to respond to those calls as well. Because I don't think there's enough de-escalation training. I mean, look at you know anything you read in uh, Luke Cage, Batman. You know, police officers are very quick to act violently. Oh yeah. In in oh, yeah. some of them, and you know. They, they, they're they on the defensive. You you need to have a a mental fortitude to be able to do this. I don't know if you saw the video uh, that came out two days ago about a police officer who uh, posted a video saying that she was afraid to eat at McDonald's. Oh, no. No? Okay, so going back a little bit before that, there was a video, or not a video, there was an announcement made uh, that possibly two police officers might have been poisoned uh, while eating at a restaurant, a restaurant that I don't remember, but probably best not to name anyway. Um, that they that they feel like they were they were poisoned for being police officers. Really, but um, yes, and they they put that out on Twitter. That got retweeted and you know commented on by the likes of um, uh, Donald Trump Jr. You had uh, other someone else as well. But like shortly after that. They did uh, respond that they did an investigation and they believe that just some cleaning solution was not cleaned up properly from their drinks machine so that there was no poisoning.
0: You know what that just means? I mean, just somebody who's just lazy.
1: (laughs) Someone's like, yeah, someone's lazy. someone didn't do their job properly, you know. Uh, But to blow this up, to think that, you know, you're being uh, poisoned, you know, by people for being a police officer. And then you have all these people who have hundreds of thousands, if not millions of followers, retweeting it. Some of these were, oh, Tommy Lauren was the other person who retweeted. But some of these people retweeted that original tweet, even after the, the tweet correcting, saying that they, were, uh, they got food poisoning, in a sense, from accidental cleaning solution. Really? So you had the facts out there, but you still have people retweeting what they want to share. Of course, like that. You know, cops need to be respected. You had a a police union chief in New York giving a speech about about you know we need to be respected. Uh, sorry, I went off topic on that. But the lady uh, that made the video, she was afraid to eat at a McDonald's because she she did a mobile order. She drove to the drive Uh She paid. She went to the second window. Her food wasn't ready, so they told her to go off to the side, and you know they'll bring her food or they will tell her to pull up when uh, when it's ready. And so it takes some time. Uh, they, they give her her coffee, uh, still no food. And then she says to the employee that gives her coffee, like she's crying at this point in the video. Like, don't even like worry about my food. Like I am too scared to to eat. She she makes some comment about like being able to see her food being made, which I, I highly doubt that's okay, true. Okay. Hold on.
0: So I just want to make sure you understand it. you're saying some cop is upset that they think they're going to get whatever. Like poison?
1: She's upset that they were going to poison her food. Yes. Yeah, what do you think about- and She was paranoid what, about like, it.
0: Like, what about fucking every every uh, African-American you keep walking down the street? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, there was- Okay, no, that's base on that. So you have this officer who is like- I'll, I'll go to that after. You have this officer who is afraid of being poisoned with her food. And yet, less than a week ago, you had a man who fell asleep at the wheel in a drive through and got shot to death. But he was
0: intoxicated, to be clear about that. He was okay, intoxicated,
1: yeah, yeah. but he was passed out. He was asleep. Sure, sure, Like, he absolutely shouldn't have been driving. He should have been driving. And and, he, uh... and,
0: and, and to be fair, I, I don't think he should have tried to run away. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. But he did not deserve to get shot or killed. Like, if anything, if, anything, no. you, know, if you are, like, Taser, or, you know. Yes. But, but I think he's, from what I understand, he took, their Taser, right?
1: I, I don't know the full story, but, but yeah so you have this officer uh just paranoid about you know being poisoned because she you know she pulled up in a police car she's in she's in uniform and about like basically there is this feeling now that all attacks are being assaulted in some way shape or form, but to have that breakdown about like your food and have no justifiable evidence about it at all. Philip DeFranco actually touched base on it. He said he used to work at McDonald's and the policy says that he, if your food's not ready, they'll tell you to go off to the side. They'll bring you your drink first that way you're not waiting with nothing and that you are, uh, and then your food will come after. So it seems like it was standard policy. Yeah, totally. But that was from years ago. Yeah, yeah and you know, not, it, it could have changed by then. But to have a breakdown about that, I feel like you should not be in the field carrying a live weapon. It's just. No,
0: no. I, I think at this point we need to understand that. Like, I think that's the big problem. It's like if you're in a situation where you need to grab your weapon, maybe it's in, maybe it's in the trunk, so you have to go physically grab it, right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's uh, you always have your ta- like a high power taser on you, like I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah.
1: And don't get me wrong, like there are there are issues with uh, like abuse of power when it comes to tasers as well. But I, I just I don't know, you you need more more training. So I think you're right when it comes to about. It's not just about defunding, but it's about retraining.
0: Oh, totally, totally. Yeah. I think, um, I apologize in advance right now. This episode, I feel like is not really be too common focused, but I'm going to do my best to keep it on track. I think a big question I've been asking myself recently to kind of change the subject for a little bit is, um, what would it be like if Carnage was president?
1: Yeah, I I remember you. (laughs) You you said that um, off mic just before. And that'd be very interesting. I like
0: okay, first off, Marvel, I think we should make that comic book if it hasn't been done yet. <laughs> like, let's do it. Mike Hampton, he can draw it, he can write it, and it'll be Yeah.
1: I've seen I think I've seen fan art about like Carnage 2020. Uh with Carnage like the, the Uncle Sam hat. That'd be interesting. Dude, at
0: this point, it's like that might even be better.
1: <laughs> Are you sure? I know <laughs> probably like, not, but yeah. Clea, Cletus, Cletus, Cletus Cassidy right? Yeah, Cletus Cassidy.
0: Yeah, I feel like Cletus Cassidy is more or less like the epitome of evil. And I'm I'm not saying that obviously I want an evil leader to be our our, our our president or anything like that, but I feel as if at this point it might be better than anything. I don't know. But then again, I know that he's like a murderer, a rapist, so maybe not. But then you know what? Uh, you know, hey, our current president is a is a uh, you know alleged rapist, alleged. Uh, you know, he probably has got somebody murdered. Who knows? You know, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I just feel like we need to. I, I think Carnage as president would be an awesome storyline. I don't know. Personally, I think so.
1: That would be a very, I, I mean, I feel like it would just be like the purge. Oh my God. <laughs> With Carnage as president, except just like every day of Actually, the, that, the year, you, you, you kill. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's
0: a good question. Who would you like, to, what villain besides the Joker and the Carnage would you like to see as a president?
1: Also besides Lex Luthor, because that's been done.
0: Yes. Yes. Besides the yes. Luthor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh man. I don't, you, villain you said, right? Yeah. Do you know who oh. I think would
0: be the most pro- uh, uh, most relevant one to be president? Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric Kilmonger.
1: Ah, that'd be interesting. That'd be incredibly interesting, yeah, especially given yeah.
0: today's climate. That'd be like really interesting to see.
1: Yeah, I I would say no to Craven. No
0: Craven. I think it'd be funny if it was uh, <laughs> if it was uh, Thanos as president and then Galaticus as uh, vice president. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I feel like Galactus would not be okay with being number two.
0: Yeah, probably not, but
1: I thing think it would be so funny. <laughs> no, that'd like, be good. Just imagine this that would ma- be a
0: massive person. Yeah, you know what I mean? Thanos. Like, I don't know.
1: I think more on like a like universal scale, you have Thanos as like president of the universe, Galactus as vice president any planet that they deem bad, Galactus can eat.
0: Yeah. yeah. You know what's funny, too? It's like, on the subject of Thanos, I find it interesting that, like, right now, you know, a lot of people look at Thanos as an evil villain, mm-hmm. but I
1: think his heart had the right
0: intent, just a bad execution.
1: Yeah, he went about it the wrong way. Yeah, Totally, right? I, I get it. It, it. I mean, to be fair, I mean, Thanos is kind of like, uh, I mean, well, he is like an eco-terrorist, essentially. Like, he's trying to save planets, yeah, specs, because, yeah. like, he's talking about People not having enough food, lands are dying. So you, super environmental friendly. You, you gotta, you gotta tell him that.
0: Sure, but you know what I will tell you. I think in today's world, right now, we need a Thanos for the police force.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: Let's snap him out and take it and take a take a half the police force out.
1: I feel that would just be. I mean, that would save a lot of money for people on on death row. i not that I'm for the death penalty, but a lot of the reason, like aside from the ethical reasons, uh. Is that It's just expensive to kill people. Yeah. That's why, like, lethal injection is highly expensive. So if you just have Thanos there, instead of pulling the lever, he just snaps his finger for everyone on, you know, when, it, when it's their time. Yeah, but I was talking, like, the police Same force. <laughs> oh, okay. That makes, that makes, I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> that makes way more sense. Yeah,
0: like a Thanos of the police force. Like, yeah, somebody who, okay. like, snaps their okay. fingers and, like, look, yeah. 50% of the police are gone.
1: Oh man, I thought you meant Thanos said like as the police force. So I'm like yeah, as the police force. Guess, yeah. <laughs>
0: Actually, that would even be better. I think that should be in a series too. Like uh- yeah, but that's
1: yeah. <laughs> Thanos, judge, jury, and executioner. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's.
0: That's written dark. by Frank Miller and Alan Moore. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, amazing. Yeah.
1: Um, Go ahead. Marvel, DC, if you want any of these stories, hit us up.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally.
1: We'll, we'll clap on more.
0: Dude, uh, Baby, Game at uncledadcomics.com and thomas at uncledadcomics.com. That's right. That's
1: right. Secret That's name. right. <laughs> um,
0: so, you know, to kind of like lighten the movie a little bit. I did want to kind of quickly talk about something. Um, hopefully you're excited as I am because I just saw or not just saw, but a while, recently I saw um, the, one of the launch titles for the PS5.
1: Oh, yes.
0: I'm just going to say it. Uh, Spider-Man Miles Mas Morales. Miles.
1: Yes, it looks fantastic. Um, I, I know it is like an expand alone. So you're looking at wait, maybe... Wait, wait, say it again? It's called, <laughs> the, the, the term is like expand alone. So it's like an expansion from Spider-Man, but it's a standalone game. It's also like, think of uh, Naughty Dog. That's a stupid-ass title. That, that's what that, that's the term, man. Don't blame me. It's like Spandalone. Blame the gamers. It's like uh, Naughty Dog's uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy. It's like yeah, that. Yeah, but
0: like I, I took it as its own game.
1: That was about like a 12-hour game.
0: Wait, so you're saying, hold on. So you're saying Miles Morales isn't going to be a full-length game. But they're going to charge sixty dollars. Correct. Bullshit on the PS5 and Xbox One. No fucking way. Our PS5. I
1: I don't yeah. know if it's going to be sixty. I'm assuming it's going to be forty dollars, like Lost Legacy was. No
0: fucking way.
1: I think it. I think it. I think it might be. If I mean, I get it's a launch title for the next gen console that would justify the, the sixty dollars price tag.
0: But no, it wouldn't. Th- if it's a fucking like ten not ten hour game, no, it wouldn't. I'd be pissed off. I'd be like, I'm
1: just saying, it, you can literally just title it as next gen launch title and basically give it a sixty dollars price tag, but.
0: No, that's stupid. Sony, if you are listening, fuck off. Don't do that.
1: <laughs> Insomniac, though, I do still love you. I love Spider-Man. I platinum that game. <laughs>
0: yeah, so uh, it's, it's amazing. I'm very mine, excited for like, this
1: and Ratchet and Clank.
0: <sighs> yeah, also too. Fuck Ratchet and Clank. Like, why the fuck
1: do we? Ne- why do we need
0: another Ratchet and what? Clank game? I saw that. Fuck you. What? Tell me. Go ahead.
1: Okay. Do you, okay. Do you un? Do you understand like what's going on in the in? like the background for that game technically i don't care (laughs) oh my god okay so the ray tracing on it first of all looks amazing that's why this i I knew exactly like when they started off the the gameplay that you have like all these reflective surfaces to to show off ray tracing okay and i mean i know what that uh, is i guess uh, you asked me if it looked good
0: sure it looked good
1: no no, but also i get it you like why why do another Russian clank game but it's it's going to be one of those games that shows like how great the ps5 hardware really is because of the fact that you also have essentially, uh, so I got this from uh, Play, Watch, Listen, which is an amazing podcast. Fr- uh, created by a promoting of podcast here. Listen to this after. I will absolutely do that because <laughs> she is amazing. Okay. She is a fantastic journalist. And now i want to make love... it very
0: clear. You need to listen to that after us.
1: Yes. That's what I said. After <laughs> us. Uh, but um, game wants to
0: get time out today. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm just very controversial, yeah, I know, right? Yeah, video game, I, like. I miss I, I miss my nap. <laughs> I know. Uh, anyways, go ahead. <laughs> but, um, um, video game director Mike Bithell talks about uh, what it seems to be is because you have like, and really quickly, hold on, yeah. hold on,
0: I want to stop yeah. there of us. For those who don't know what we're talking about, Russian and Clank is a, uh, I would call it like a legacy PlayStation 2 game. Mm-hmm. It came out on PS2. it have been out on PS3. It's been around for a very long time. I don't know the developers that well because I honestly don't care. But Insomniac. Is, is it Insomniac
1: all the way? Yep. Yep.
0: Okay. Well, Insomniac game is cool. Uh, way to cool. I love you guys. To, way to make a cool kids' game. Um, and uh, yes, yeah, it's been around for a long time. You can get it on PS2. You can get it on PS3. Um, and again, I'm not, I'm not, disclaiming its legacy you know it is a um, it is a very well-made game it's a great family game it's a great game for you know kids people getting into games and even those who like sci-fi but i just for me it's one of those things where it's like eh like I don't know. Like I, They've done enough. Well that and it's like if we're talking next gen and we are talking about the PlayStation Five, and which for those who mm-hmm. don't know, and this normally isn't our wheelhouse. We are kind of stepping out of that right now. But uh the PlayStation Five is a uh, you know, obviously the newest next gen console coming from the from Sony to do the PS4 and PS3. And uh, you know, it's it's exciting to see what we're doing with technology, but that's the thing. Like, yes, I get it, you're gonna see all these finite details, you know, of like, you know, ray tracing and whatnot, and that's great. But the problem is in my opinion, it's like I don't need another game I don't need another existing franchise for the 100th time to show what it, what this console is doing is gonna do. Give me new IPs, give me new, give me new intellectual properties, you know, mm-hmm. give me that new give me that, if you will, what the kids say, give me that new new. You know what I mean? Like that that's that's my complaint about everything, because it's always about the same shit. Even Nintendo, the same shit. Like, yeah, again, am I gonna buy it? Yes, I'm not gonna argue and say I'm not going to, but it's the same shit all the time, every time. It's like, where are these original ideas? Where are these concept. That's why I probably love comic books so much, because even though yes, a lot of it is reiterated and you know it's re how many times you can reboot Spider Man, like sure. But there is always some original content to it to me that makes it still feel so fresh. And with these games, I don't know if I feel that way. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm crazy.
1: I, I, I get what you're saying. I think it's because you're because you're old and out of touch. So, uh, just announced I'm looking for a new uh, host. But, so, um, if you
0: want to wanna be my new host, uh, find, find me at uh, Thomas at UncleDadComics.com.
1: Just email babygabe at UncleDadComics.com. They'll mysteriously <laughs> make their way to the trash. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, um, so uh, I, I get what you're saying. Like I would love new IPs as well, you know. But first of all, it's a safe bet. Reg and Clank will sell. But also, just the technology that's gone into that is because you essentially have your world that you're playing in on. And this, you know, this game is called Rifts Apart for those who haven't seen the trailer. So essentially like you're jumping from world to world. And essentially what Mike, Mike Pithell says is that you're playing in the world that you're, that you're playing in. And then you have this rift that opens up. That'll take you to a different world. What he believes is because of like how powerful the PS five is, that world is already preloaded in the background. So you're going from one world to another without any delay. And that's why it looks so instantaneous. Or at least like one section of that world is already loaded and everything else loads up. So I do think it is a good way to showcase how, yeah, how that, powerful but, the but PS5 is. But that's technology, is.
0: right? Yeah. And like, let's be honest, they're not the only game that's going to do that.
1: <laughs> no, but they're one of the first. I suppose. And, that's, and, that's <laughs> thing. and, and because Ratchet & Clink is a safe game, I feel like they did it as a smart choice because people will, will be more likely to buy Ratchet & Clink than a new IP that does the same thing. <laughs> so you think right now
0: that you think Ratchet and Clank is going to be, let's say a multi-million dollar game, like selling game.
1: Possibly, especially for those, you know, uh, millennials who have kids that played Ratchet and Clank.
0: Dumb. Yeah, nope. I, I don't call it. I don't call it. We'll that. find out.
1: We'll find <laughs> yeah, out. We will. Yeah, we'll we will out. find and
0: out. You know what? I want you to, okay. So for that, when that game comes out, I want you to give me sales number for the entire week, right? Okay and I want to compare it to every other game that came out for the PS5 that week. If that game is number one, right? Yeah. I'll do something. I don't know what I'll do, but I'll do something. <laughs> Uncle Dad will start a Twitch
1: channel called Uncle Dad Plays where he plays Ratchet & Clank on the PS5.
0: <laughs> you know what? Okay, fuck it. I'll do it. I'll tell you what. I won't start a Twitch channel, but I'll do a YouTube video and I'll play Ratchet & Clank. Me and Baby Game. <laughs> if, if, if it is the number one selling game, launch week, I will play... Completely through with baby Game, Ratchet and Clank. Top three. What do you mean top three?
1: Top three launch games. No, ask me to number two, one. Top two. No, ask me number one. one. Dude, it's not going to beat Spider Man. I know but, it's not going to be Spider Man. That's my point. It's I don't think it's going to be a fucking multi-million-dollar game. But I think it. I, I think it could be. I don't think. It'll, I don't think it necessarily nope. it'll it's be, all be or nothing, number one. Friend. All or nothing. Uh, all right. Obviously, I'm going to take it. There's no downside for me. So you guys. <laughs> oh have no, there's a downside. No, nope, nope, too late. Too late. I've already agreed. Okay. So continuing on to the topic of comic books
0: no um, fuck off <laughs> I'm kidding I'm kidding I don't mean to curse so much kids Earm- earmuffs kids earmuffs um, okay returning to the idea of comics and returning to the idea of Spider-Man I, what I wanted to say was um, I'm, ex- I'm incredibly excited about it and not only because obviously I love you know Spider-Man's a good character but I when Miles Morales came out um, and he first appeared at Ultimate Fallout number four it's a comic book <laughs> Uh basically that, that comic dealt with the death of Spider-Man and all this other other all this other stuff. And we'll save that conversation for a different day. But ultimate Fallout number four, uh you can find that, which is now like skyrocketing in price because he's becoming uh, I was a fan of Mas Morales. Like when he came out, I was like, This is so cool. Like he's a he's a Latinx, you know, meets um, um you know, uh Black American, like that was so cool. Like they blended those two worlds and gave it, like you know, Spider Man a, a whole new personality. And I know they tried yeah. that before, right? They tried that with uh, Spider Man no, twenty twenty, or not twenty 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 ninety nine. Yes, yes. Uh, what was his? He was
1: he was Mexican. M- Miguel O'Hara. Yeah, he was Mexican, right? He, he Mexican Irish. Yeah. And
0: to be honest, with you, I always thought that Spider Man was like whatever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, that's a funny thing. I, I do like him. I I think what they messed up on with that is uh what they did really well with Miles is he is far more in touch with his culture. Far more uh, in touch Miles with his culture. And he just, yeah. He's just a
0: better, well-written character, mm-hmm. really. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, most people, because I know they just rebooted 2099. Uh, I haven't read it, or nor do I care to, because I don't really care about 2099. Um, but I just feel like with those characters, it's like, yeah, it, it's if you're going to make him diverse, the number one thing you need to do is culture, right? And I think absolutely what I liked so much about um, Miles Morales is that they did a good job of creating his culture, you know, with both sides, right? Um, you know, he was American. He, you know, his his I, I, I always forget, but I want to say his mother is Dominican, right? Yes. Yeah. So I think that, and that's the thing too. Like Dominicans don't get really no representation, it. No. it's kind of cool that you know that there is that Dominican representation uh, representation on there. And a lot of people, you know, really got introduced to Miles Morales because of the Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse movie. Yes, Uh, which we haven't seen. uh, That came out, I think, 2018.
1: 2018, Uh, I believe. Yeah, yeah, 2017, 2018, something like that. Yeah,
0: and it was made by uh, Sony Animation, and it's an incredible movie. Like, especially if you know comic books, it's there's so many great like different Spider Mans in there, and um, it's 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 such a fun movie to watch, and it was such a great way to introduce the character to such a mainstream audience. And then you got the Spider Man game, and I'm just going to say this uh, quote unquote spoiler alert. And again, if you haven't played that game, fuck off. You have plenty of time to play (laughs) it. but uh, um, and for those who complained about the spoiler alert for the last time we talked about Spider Man the game, this is for you. Because Baby gave really quickly, defend yourself.
1: Well, I did. Yeah, I no, I I said in the, the episode you brought it up too. I did say spoiler. <laughs> alert. I even went back and listened to it to make sure I did say spoiler oh, again. Alert. Spoiler alert. I will put spoilers in the show notes so as again, well, though, uh, especially for Batman: White Knight. Yes.
0: So again, spoiler alert: um, Miles Morales is in the game, and his father dies in the um, Spider-Man game. And I think it's interesting because you get that that comparative uh, contrast to um, you know to Peter Parker and Uncle Ben, and it's just interesting when you deal with that on different levels, you know, because like mm-hmm. Peter Parker dealt with it his way. But then Miles Morales dealt with it his way. And I think it's interesting because in my opinion, Miles Morales, even though he's younger than Peter Parker, he kind of handled it way better than I thought Peter Parker did. Peter Parker went on and I think he killed that guy, right?
1: Did he kill him? I, can't, I can never remember. I think in some, I I think he in some iterations thought, he I, does. I mean, it's so, it's how many so times have they been rebooted? Yeah. And, and to be frank,
0: and to be completely honest with you, fuck Peter Parker, dude. It's been like, yes, I get it. That's the classic class matter, man right? Every loves Peter Parker. I get it. And he is a great character. He, he changed the world of comics. Absolutely. But it's time to move on. It's time to let these new heroes become the shining light. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, how many times do we need a Spider-Man movie with Peter Parker? Yeah. You know what I mean? I like, get that. Uh, and, it's, and don't get me wrong. Like, the Spider-Man Homecoming movies and... the uh, yeah, Spider-Man Homecoming. And what was the other one? Uh, Far Apart From, from, from home, home. Those were cool. Like, what? Uh, what's his name that plays that character? Tom Holland. Like, he does a good job. Totally. I love him. He does a great job. But... I would much rather see Miles Morales on the big screen. And plus, oh, absolutely. again, we don't need another white superhero. Like, let's get a mm-hmm. fucking Latinx superhero. Let's get a fucking, no, it's uh, definitely, you know, uh, a black American. Yeah. Like, that's, let's do yeah. that. I just, I don't know.
1: No, it, I feel like it is definitely time for Miles Morales to be on the big screen, which I feel is why they've been setting him up in the MCU movies. Because I'm pretty sure Donald Glover plays is going to play Prowler uh, in a later movie. Yeah,
0: yeah, because uh, yeah, he
1: talks about yeah. his... Because um, yeah, he yeah. he makes a reference to how he has a nephew in the Spoiler neighborhood. Which, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no nah, fuck that. Baby. Oh, that's like gonna tw- fuck that, that I can't do a fuck that. That's, <laughs> Dude, that's like 2016. Spider-Man, the game was 2017. What the fuck <laughs> No, I'm no, I'm talking about the movie. Yeah, I know. Donald Glover, yeah, 2016. No, it's four years. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but regardless, yeah. I, um, yeah. Probably
1: gonna no, probably I, I do right think it, I do think it's time. Yeah. And that's why actually uh touching base on another comic book video game, which will probably come to next gen uh consoles too is the uh square enix marvel's avengers game
0: oh I, I want to do a whole episode on that when that comes out
1: do you? okay cool because yeah, i'm yeah. saying like they do have like um what's it miss marvel
0: yep uh and yep. there, which i
1: think is amazing the, the
0: kamala khan mm-hmm. yeah, thank you know. kamala khan yeah yeah um miss marvel's an interesting character too but we'll, again we'll talk about that in a different episode yeah
1: we'll talk about that i've read too much on yeah. her so i, I have think you uh, read up
0: i think uh so one of the things I'm going to start, what we're, well, we're going to start doing uh, with the Uncle Dad Talks so is we're going to start branching out to video games. We're going to, st- we're going to tip our toe into like uh, video games uh, based on comics first, and then eventually do more just broadened video games. Uh, hopefully, you're on page with that, baby Game. Oh, hell yeah. So what I want to do with that is not necessarily, because there's tons of people who play it, you know what I mean, and like, talk about it. You know, but I don't want to be another group like that. Yeah. We'll We'll play it, but we're going to we're going to discuss how it relates close to the comic books rather than just being, a, oh, well, bro, you know.
1: Um, yeah. Or if you want, like, a Twitch channel as well, and then we I, talk about it in the podcast. I refuse to Baby do Twitch. So. Okay, how about Baby Game Plays? We can <laughs> do it on Game YouTube. Face, Facebook N- Gaming. Baby Game, I own you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you only get to go out when I say you get to go out. <laughs> someone please call child services <laughs> don't call child services please i don't need those calls
1: <laughs> not anymore not again Not again.
0: but uh yeah i think um you know that that's the next one coming up is um going to be uh september right september september
1: what is it which one <laughs> what my royal avengers the game oh i don't even remember the release date did, everything's getting pushed back i thought that was still coming out on time is it i thought they delayed it I don't know. Well, you uh, know what I, Dynamics, to do? I thought said
0: something on it. You know what I did want to do is I'm going to pick up a Marvel, uh, yeah, Marvel Iron Man for the VR. Oh, I hear that's good. Yeah, well, it's not out yet.
1: <laughs> no, but from what I've seen, because there've been previews okay, on it. Yeah. So yeah, uh, uh, September fourth, twenty twenty. You're okay. right about Marvel's. So Avengers. We'll
0: have to figure that out about um, doing the VR. But I would like you to come over to try it out. But we'll have to figure that out. That'd
1: be cool. Yeah, I don't have um, VR. Yeah, so.
0: I, I I would like to do that. Do a discussion on the Iron Man. How the, again, Iron Man's not my favorite superhero, but I do think he's an interesting hero for um, VR. I think it makes the most yeah, sense. Yeah, I think, I think it's a good
1: choice. I think, yeah, good so toys, I, think
0: yeah. uh, I like to talk about that. And for those who don't know what I'm talking about, Iron Man is going to be... There. Marvel's... Marvel Iron Man is going to be made for the PlayStation VR. I think also possibly PC, like the Oculus. But I'm not,
1: I wouldn't be surprised. I'm Oculus, not yeah. sure.
0: But uh, that comes out pretty soon too. The Actually, I think that comes out literally in a couple weeks, the uh, Marvel uh, Iron Man. No, that's... So, nice. I, I want to get that for sure, and then uh, I'll have you come over, or we'll figure some way out, and we'll check it out. All right, so yeah, I think, um, yeah, I, I we're going to do the, the video games, and we'll do, I, I don't know, I'm debating on maybe doing a YouTube channel too, but we'll see. Um, I, I don't know how I feel about that. But anyways, I, I think, um, you know, I, I wanted to let everybody know right now that I do apologize that this, this episode is going to be pretty pretty short. Uh, majority of our episodes will not be this short. The only reason why this one is so short is that we're – literally right after this where we're going to be working on something else that's pretty important and it kind of connects to what we were talking about, police corruption, police brutality, everything that's been happening recently. Uh, we have a very special guest coming uh, next week um, and when we do like, well, to be honest with you, we're, we're going to record that literally right after this but you won't be able to hear it until next week. Uh, that'll be what date, uh, David gave?
1: Uh, Next week's episode will be on the 26th of June. Right at the 26th yeah, so, and I, I yeah. promise we'll get back onto a a better cycle of um recording and releasing weekly. Uh I do apologize for us not having one uh last week. Why are you huh?
0: apologizing? It's my my reasoning. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I was I'll about to say I'm
1: sorry. Uh but uh Uncle Dad didn't know how to work his computer. <laughs>
0: uh truthfully I just uh, I took a break. I had to get away from everything for a little bit. So I uh, I stay I stayed away. Um and it was it was nice. It was nice to get away from everything. Um I got to visit some uh some local comic shops, uh, shout out to uh, interstellar uh, comics, interstellar comics and in Palm Springs. Go check them out. They're pretty amazing. Uh, also in Palm desert, go check out uh, comic asylum. They are also very, very cool. Um, great selection, very well organized. And they're both very big on the sand, sanitation and all the CDC following. So I definitely recommend them. If you are in Palm Springs area in California, go check them out. But I think today it's, it's you know, we just wanted to kind of get things back on track, kind of get things flowing again. And, um, I think one of the things uh, we're, I'm getting from today's uh, chat, even though it's, uh, it's, it's short, it is very informative and effective. And I think hopefully you guys like what you have heard. Uh, but I got one more thing to say because we got bills to pay. And w- with that being said, I want to quickly talk about mystery boxes. Do you like a good mystery box? I
1: love mystery boxes. Now, what if that mystery box was full of comic books? Uh, That'd be even better. I mean, yeah.
0: So go visit our friends at uh, multiversecomicbox.com. Uh, they are an awesome company, man. They do so many great things. Uh, they offer these amazing different uh, monthly mystery subscription boxes that are filled with just just an array of different comic books. Um, you can get stuff from the golden age, silver age, to the modern age. Like you don't even, and depending on how much you willing to spend, you can even get CGC graded comics. Like, I mean, it's, it's such a great way if you're getting into collecting or not even just collecting if you just want to read. Uh, I think it's definitely worth it. Uh, I personally have gotten it myself and I can tell you that it's a pretty sweet deal. Like uh, prices all vary. So go check out their website for sure. But if you go to their website, use the code Dad 10 and you'll actually get 10% off your first order. And every time you do that, that helps us out greatly. Continuing the show, making the show grow. Uh, we are growing pretty quickly, surprisingly. Um, for those that have been following us, you know, we are kind of getting some good traction. So thank you so much. have been with us since day one. And I can't wait to, to kind of continue this journey. And um, I do have another announcement, if you don't mind me saying, baby Gabe, you know exactly what I'm going to talk about. Um, very soon... Uncle Dad Comics will be releasing its very first publication. I cannot say the name yet, but I'll tell you this: it has to do with uh, our good old friend Mike Hampton. We are going to be re-releasing some of his original work, fully remastered, a bunch of great stuff. Very limited quantities for a very good price. Uh, we'll talk about this on next week's show or the show or the the week after. Uh, I want to get in the nitty gritty with all that, but uh, yeah, that's going to be exciting and I cannot wait for you guys to see it. This is our forte of comic book publishing and we're going to be, we're going to be pumping out these uh, re-releases hopefully every other month. So uh, for everybody who helped a part of that, thank you so much. And Mike, as always, thank you, man. I really can't thank you enough for being a part of this and letting me be a part of this and bringing back uh, something so fun in a, in a crazy time we live in right now. So without further ado, baby Gabe, how would you? what are your closing thoughts? <sighs> Exactly, uh, like everybody else in yeah, America. Sorry. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, essentially. I mean, not even there. Like we've seen a lot of support, you know, for Black Lives Matter and changing the the police system in other countries. Uh, statues are being toppled, especially Confederate statues right now in the U.S. Other statues in the UK. There was a a statue of a slaver uh, in one of the cities that was toppled and then thrown into the waters. The same waters where his ships used to bring in slaves uh, to the UK. So that was, I feel like that was a, a very big deal. Also, people shining a light on uh, Winston Churchill, which you know, yes, Winston Churchill was a war hero, but that's not all he was. He was also kind of a big racist.
0: How big a racist? Um, <laughs> and,
1: oh, super, super bigger. Like essentially, uh, what I saw on a a channel with uh, called Ecolnelli Rose on YouTube. Uh, Ellen Rose does it. She she really like stays on topic with these things. Just just looking for a place to vent. Uh, I highly suggest checking out her uh, some of her videos on on YouTube. She essentially says that uh, the UK was you know pretty bad at the time, but then the Nazis came in, so they were like a bigger bad guy. To, that kind of like took the spotlight away from from the UK, and because the UK you know helped defeat the Nazis, it, it forced them to change themselves as well. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not doing her words justice at all. Really, go check out Nelly Rose on YouTube. Okay, uh, she's also part of a gaming channel called Outside Extra. They do amazing content. Uh, one of my favorite channels. But yeah, just I'm not personally impacted by everything that's going on. But I do genuinely appreciate the support from other countries and the people inside this country as well.
0: Of course, and, yeah. you
1: know. Hopefully, we can actually enact you know change, whether it is defunding the police or just changing what it is to be a police officer, which I think we didn't touch base on uh, that I want to say real quick is a lot of people have a reluctance to trust the police, especially in the South. Um, essentially what uh, the police means to some people in the South is certain like sheriffs and police departments were created to capture runaway slaves. And so like having that built and then expanding on top of that once slavery was abolished and just changing it to something else is is a major issue. So there are some, not all, but there are some foundations of policing that were literally built on top of racism. And so I feel that is why some form of change needs to come. Obviously, we don't have the answers. We are merely speculating. We're on the outside looking in, but we, we live in this country. We do see thanks to social media and people recording uh, and just there's just being general access, more access now than ever. We see what is going on. And while, no, not all cops are bad. No, not all cops are racist. We do need to figure out a way to weed out those who are bad, who are racist. There are people that get off on power trips. There are people who see themselves as the law. They're meant to uphold the law. But even that not all laws are right. Legal does not mean ethical. Well well
0: said, baby Gabe.
1: I've seen stuff of what's going on with the immigrant children put in cages. It doesn't feel right. And they've lost kids. How do you lose kids that you have in your custody? That's a whole different conversation. <laughs> How do you lose kids? Like they are in your care. You're losing tens of thousands of kids. And so like, I don't understand that. Get rid of the cops who think. Baby Gabe
0: is worried about the babies.
1: Yes. Yes. I will be <laughs> your advocate.
0: <laughs> Baby Gabe for the kids. I'm like, we will make that a
1: t-shirt.
0: <laughs> uh, with that being said, baby gay. Before we go, go ahead and give them your recommendation of the week.
1: Okay. So what I've been reading a lot recently, and getting really into it. I know there's a sequel to it. Uh, I've been reading Irredeemable, which is published by Boom Studios. Uh, have you Have you read this? I've not read it, but I know Boom Studios at least. Is it good? Okay. So, uh, and it looks like uh, it's lettered by uh, Ed Dukeshire, and. Uh, essentially, what Irredeemable is about is what happens if the superhero turns bad. Wow. It's essentially like a story of like if Superman went evil, because he is like the most powerful, like of all superheroes, and just one day he just switches sides and like he starts killing everybody. and He's become like judge and execution. It you know it's it's not super dark like Batman, but it it's okay. dark. You know it's gritty. It shines light on like. Do heroes have too much powers? And I know there's a sequel to it that I'm excited to read after. That'll probably be next week's reading. Uh, called I believe it's Incorruptible, and it's like the inverse: is if the villain uh, becomes good. Yeah, so I, I highly check that. Out. I recommend checking that out. It is on Comicsology to read. Uh, if you have the Unlimited uh, plan with Comicsology, you can borrow that the entire omnibus and read it uh, again. Comicsology, if you wanna support us. Let us know. Email gave at uncledadcomics.com.
0: You know, I agree with that statement, but I got to say something more importantly. Go, go support your local comic shop first.
1: Yes. That's more you are. You, you're, you're absolutely right. Especially with uh, a lot of places, you know, reopening right now, even if they're only allowing a certain number of uh, people in. Go, go wait in line, like check out the comics. Like when new comics are finally coming back in.
0: Yeah. Well, DC kind of fucked that up. We'll talk about that another time. (laughs) Um, But on that note, as always, please be safe, love each other, and we will see you next week.